Yo, what up? It's Moon from Greek Fire, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Welcome back to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Your host, Jason, along with Chris. What it is. And uh, so, eventful week for Very. the Blues. Uh, a little, uh, I, say, flash, I say, flash in the past or blast in the past. That's what I'm going with. There you go. Blast from the past with a retro night last this week. Yes. So, the clown jerseys, as they're lovingly called, or came back for a night, which we already First talked about. First time we in HD? Them. Yeah. We both like them a lot. I've always liked them. I, I, I get it, and I understand why people hate all the red in it um but the jerseys that they wore on a regular basis just prior to the clown jerseys the late 80s early 90s jerseys yeah where they just were like it was trimmed in red yeah like the blue note just had a little bit of red in it and then like there was just like like pinstriping red in those jerseys those are my favorite of all time if they were ever going to go back to do another retro above and beyond this i would love if they brought those back yeah but I never hated the clown jerseys. They were very nineties with a, with like the diagonal numbers and all yeah, the crazy stuff crazy going stuff, yeah. on. But I mean, whatever, man. There's some great players that wore that jersey. Yeah, some uh, a lot of Hall of Famers wore that jersey. We can, which we talked about, which we'll uh, get in later. Is that it's uh, the twenty the twenty fourth right now? So it's one of our uh, one of our favorite days of the year because uh, Survivor Series. Yeah. Just uh, so we'll talk, we'll bring a little Survivor Series stuff at the end of the podcast. Here. Am, am I crazy? Or didn't Survivor Series start where it was on Thanksgiving? Starcade. Starcade was. Yeah, but didn't Survivor Series get put up against Starcade? I think early on, and then they moved it to the Sunday before. Okay. So I thought I wasn't crazy that it used to be on Thanksgiving. Yeah, because Starcade used to be on Thanksgiving, right. and then that was like the big thing. Like, you go have your dinner, and then right. down in Atlanta, they did like the closed circuit, you know, yep. and you go to somewhere to watch it and stuff. Right. So. Yeah, so Blues had a two and one week. Start off really great. Beat them two. We're going three games. We're doing the Tampa Correct. game. Correct. Calgary game. Correct. Nashville game. Yuck. So we're gonna talk about the a lot of news this week too, which is kind of like a lot of stuff to bring in, plus some podcast news we'll put in at the end of the mm-hmm. stuff. Along with we'll talk about a little Survivor Series thing at the end. So first off, we'll do all the Blues news, and then we'll get into game recaps. I think we'll go this way. So Blues news. Blues news. There we go. So, first off, Clem Costin's called up. Yes, he is. Which, is it officially Costin? Because if you've listened to Darren Pang, Mm -hmm. he goes hard O on that. Yeah. And calls him Clem Costin. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I'm going with Costin because uh, we're Midwest. Because we're Midwest. So, we'll we'll, we'll, we're Midwesterners. So, we'll Costin. Okay. So, uh, you know. We're not uh, alone. I know. We're not alone. ESPN calls him Costin. I'm pretty sure Kerber calls him Costin. But for whatever reason, Pang has decided to go all Pierre Maguire on us and be the guy who calls him a different name. Yeah, so I thought it was funny. So with a, so Clem Costin's called up after Blues have a rash of injuries and pretty much need mm-hmm. at least an extra forward. We talked about the two PTOs last week, which Correct. is our second thing. So first before the PTOs happened, during the – I think it was the, it was the, it was the uh, Tampa game. Yes. So uh, Sammy Blay, kind of innocent-looking play, got hurt. 
uh, on a play against the boards. Played the rest of the game. Looked like he came up kind of limp with on his on his wrist, you know. But and, but he played the rest of the game and like okay, just kind of went to the boards awkwardly. No, of course not. It's the Blues. Of course, every time it's like oh he's getting his wrist looked at, it should be okay. Big injury, right? So the third long term injury for the Blues now. So first off, Vladimir Tarasenko out five months early on. Correct. Alexander Steen twist his ankle around high ankle sprain, which it says. You know, that could week, be a nagging injury. That could be four to, like four to six weeks, ten weeks, whatever it was. Right. Four to six weeks. So that could more than that. Like sure. uh, That wouldn't surprise me if that's more than six weeks. And honestly. even if he comes back, that could be something that bothers him all year. year until after he yeah. got a full rest on an off-season t- type thing. Sammy Blay has right wrist surgery and is hurt for ten – will be reevaluated in ten weeks. So Yikes. we're hoping – He was having a damn good year. Yeah, he was uh, moving up to like – he with that line he had with uh, – he kind of moved up the first line for a while and Tarasenko was out. Mm-hmm. He was fitting in really well on the Perron, uh, Ryan O'Reilly line. That line was humming. Yes, when, it was. Those two lines, when everything was like everybody was hurt, not hurt, our, our, the team kind of like fell into place perfectly except for that third line we were still kind of figuring out. Correct. But overall, he was doing great. Um, so what kind of – like so now with him gone, the two PTOs now are like a huge deal. Like mm-hmm. are you going to sign two or one? It was answered pretty quickly after that. Early on, Sammy Blade news comes out. Then Jay McGinn gets released from his PTO. Correct. But the Blues bring back former Blue Troy Brower. I figured that Brower was going to get a spot. So he comes back uh, probably before last year's run, maybe one of the most uh, memorable playoff goals so. ever. I mean, For it's sure. still, probably still up there, but obviously, obviously with last year's run, right. it kind of was overtaken a bit. So Troy Brower back with the Blues after being a couple years. Well, got bought out in Calgary. Yep, down to Florida for a year. Uh, was in Florida earlier this year. Got released from a PTO and was just working out on his own and is signed. Two way deal, correct? Yeah, two way deal. So they kind of asked him like, "Hey, what happens if you uh, get sent down? Get sent down?" He's like, "We'll cross that bridge when it happens." My go-. so basically, <laughs> I don't want translation. That. I ain't going. Yeah, so pretty much. I'm not going down to San Antonio. I'm going to be here, which sounds like I'll be here for a little bit. The Blues need some more uh, veteran experience just Agreed. to have because calling up, like you said, calling up Costin. And, but, you know, I think he's looked pretty good so far, which we'll talk about there in the games. Uh, so, Browerback, not officially played yet. He's had immigration issues. He's been, I guess, when you officially sign, they got to get like official work visas figured out. And uh, that has not uh, been figured out yet as of the game on Nashville game, which he thought he was getting in for that game, but they still haven't figured out the paperwork. So hopefully the paperwork will be figured out when it, for the game Monday in Nashville, except for the game that was in St. Louis against Nashville. So hopefully he'll be in soon. But the guy who was he filled in, Clem Costin, you know, we'll, talk, we'll talk about, had a really good – I think he's had a couple of good I games. think he has too. I think the uh, – one of the games he just didn't play that much due to like how the Blues started and stuff. But overall, Agreed. I think he's played pretty good. So the last bit of news was stuff that came out of the Nashville game. So there was a penalty about midway through the second period. Bortuzzo cross-checks Victor, Victor Arvidsson into the net. Penalty there. Yes. Which we said, okay. It's a penalty. It's a penalty. Uh, when he tries to get up, Bortuzzo, and I'll your thoughts on this, and then we'll I'll say my thoughts on it. Uh, decides to uh, give, get his money's worth, basically, and give another cross-check to the lower back. And 
that's what he gets a suspension for. Has a hearing today on the twenty fourth. Just comes out literally minutes before we record. I was keep checking, and it came out that he gets a four game suspension. Uh, he basically gets that stiff a penalty for two reasons. He's considered a repeat offender. He's been fined twice before, so that makes him a repeat offender. He's been fined it within. I think it's within a like season, a season and a half. If you've been if it, okay. any kind of thing that happens, you're considered a repeat offender. And then on top of that. Nashville announces, which I thought was very interesting how they worded the tweet, was like, due to last night's cross-check, which I thought was interesting, uh, Victor Arvinson is going to be on injury reserve for four to six weeks with a lower body injury. Well, at least they didn't release it by raising a banner that said it. Yeah. Was, um, so, Bortu's out four weeks. Mind you, been pretty much a healthy scratch for a while now, but been playing the last couple of games. I'm, and that's kind of what I thought is, my first thought is, that's a hefty suspension. But he's a guy who hasn't really been in every game. So is four games without Bortuzzo really going to be that big of a deal? Because you think at this rate he maybe would have played two of them? Maybe. You know, probably some back-to-backs. Maybe if you need a fresh body type right. thing. Because there's some back-to-backs next weekend after Thanksgiving. There so you figured he might. So he suspended um, basically this whole week of games. I think it's a bit heavy-handed. But I think the league overall has been dealing out a lot of supplemental discipline this season. So it doesn't really surprise me to see that happen. Yeah, so four games. Um, the repeat offender thing would got him. I was expecting one or two games, honestly. I, he, deserved a, he deserved something because at the end of the day. The second hit's what killed him. Yeah, second, the first hit I had no problem with. He was getting him out of the crease. It was a, it was a power play situation for Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got the penalty for pushing him in there. And I think he got and he got pissed. Playing, you can see it on his face. He threw sure his, he did. He threw his arms up after he cross-checked him the first time. And then when he's get, he got out, Narvison, mind you, didn't do anything to Bortuzzo after the first cross-check. He just cross-checks him when he's down on the ground. You can call me whatever you want, and it's old-time hockey. You know, because I saw a lot of that on Twitter today. It's like, oh, this is just old-time hockey, and that's how it used to be. Guess what? It's not. That's not what they're doing anymore. How many times do you see fights during a game anymore? You used to see line brawls all the time. Yeah, you don't you don't see it anymore. You just don't see that type of play all that often. So when it does happen, you're going to get nailed now. That's yes. just how it is. Like I'm sorry that it's not like how you play in and how when you played in the 90s or when you played in the 80s or even the early 2000s or whatever. Right. It's just not how, what they're going for. They're looking at player health now. It's all it's simple. become a, it, it has become a finesse league which you know, I think part of the reason they've done that is it's obvious that American sports fans, as much as they want heavy hitting, they want scoring. And they were getting tired of going to games that were one nothing, 2-1, to one, you know, or 1-1 one, one ties. So, you know, the league has done things like getting the, pa- getting the pads on the goalie smaller and doing all these things to help promote goal scoring. And along with that has come, you know, being more stringent when it comes to these these calls on heavy hits. Um, and you're right. You know, 10 years ago, that may have just been a two-minute penalty because it would have been taken care of on the ice. You know, there would have been a retaliation hit from someone on Nashville to someone on St. Louis. Or there would have been a bench-clearing brawl. Or there would have been, you know, something that would have, you know, even things out amongst the boys. And you just don't have that anymore. Yeah. So... The the like I said the four games why everybody's like kind of upset about it is the repeat offender status mm-hmm. and the injury I think he got the extra one game for repeat say, repeat yep and I then agree. one game for the injury I agree 
and that's just unfortunately that's just how things are like if it's just a react all leagues are reactionary it's not only not only nhl i mean in football baseball whatever mm-hmm. if they're suspension wise if there's injury off of a certain play you're gonna get a you're gonna suspension. get a little bit more i mean yeah. it's just plain and simple so you shouldn't but you will it should be just based on the play not what is you know not the fallout yes exactly so uh, that's about a wrap up for Blues News. We're going to move into the game recaps for this week. So we're going to go over three games this week. Like we said, two good ones. One was pretty much bad hockey, uh, the, <laughs> yes. the, to put it nicely. <laughs> so the Blues play the top team from last season. Correct. Welcome home, Pat Maroon. I saw his. none of this game as a caveat. I was in Charlotte. Okay, so I'll just go over it real quickly. So the Blues – So I, did you see at least the ceremony when they had – I did. I thought that was very nice. Yeah, so they maroon basically a very quick ceremony, which is really nice. So it's Petrangelo, Tarasenko, Steen, Armstrong. Yeah. Gives him his ring. He looks on it, puts it on, You know, shows it off, smiles. His uh, fiance and uh, kid. kid are right there. Um, you know, just hugs Tarasenko, Steen. It actually hugs Armstrong. Do you think they look awkward? I saw some people saying it looked awkward. No, it's not. I mean, look, dude. Considering are, what happened, you know, like these the are still professional athletes. It's part of the game. There's, yeah. you know, would he have liked to stay here? Sure, but it's, it's, it's part of the game, man. You know that you may not, your services may not be needed anymore. Yeah. You know, the, the last guy that I remember it happening to, and it worked out pretty damn well for him, was Doug Waite. Yeah. You remember we sent Doug Waite to Carolina as a rental. He won a cup. Yeah. Came back, mm-hmm. and that following season, that we sent to at the Anaheim. at the deadline, we sent him to Anaheim. And he's like, "I don't want to go." And they're like, "You can go, or we can, or we can you. cut you, or we can scratch you." Basically, yeah. yeah. And you know, it, it sucks because you know when you do find a place, hell, man, look at fan favorite David Perron. Yeah. He's come back three times. Yeah. You know, it's there are just there's those times where you want to be somewhere. And the business of the sport gets in the way. I mean, for example, uh, another one, if you're going to go further back for maybe people who are a little older, remember when Kelly Chase yeah. got yeah. Uh, got waived and then he got picked up by uh, Hartford, right? Yep. Correct? Yeah. Yes. And then he fought Twist the next game when, you know, remember Twist was renting Chase's, uh, like, uh, apartment or whatever yep. it was. So, remember, he didn't want to leave. Remember how they had him, like, the TV cameras on him saying, like, oh, you just got waived or maybe traded. I can't remember. I think it was traded. Traded to, like, Hartford. You know, because the Blues had at the time two like him and Twist on you the ice, and, they, like, it, and you know as much as that was the yeah. way back in the, the day. guy have a puck signed by both of them of the same puck. I have a Chase one right here. So anyway, um, so remember he was like in tears yeah. with TV cameras on him, and he was so upset, and he didn't want to go. Obviously, you know he yeah. didn't win a cup anywhere, well, but he came back, and he's been an integral. Look at part. Gretzky leaving Edmonton. Yeah, didn't want to leave there. I either. mean, now depending on who you talk to, yeah. he held the final say in that. But at the same time, I yeah, mean, we can we can go on and on with players that didn't yeah. want to leave where they're in their situation. But like, yeah, but like no, I said. mean, I don't think it was awkward because you know, look, man, he's out for him just as much as Armstrong's out for the team, and I'm sure that if if he really wanted to stay that bad, he could have said, "I'll play for league minimum," and Armstrong probably would have found him a spot. Yeah. But he ain't going to do that because hey, he's at. He knows like the league is changing. He knows mm-hmm. that is he's. Not the end of his career, but the, the the back the back nine of his career. Sure. So he's got to make sure he got to hey, got to make sure you can support your family, do what you need to do. Yep. Which he's got a fiance, kid. I get it. So game starts off not so great. Uh, Vince Dunn, I have no idea what you're doing on this first play. Uh, so for Chris, just to fill you in, uh, he basically 
there's a play that develops right in front of the Blues, and if the puck is thrown towards front of net, and Vince Dunn is staring into the eyes of I saw this Jordan replay. Bennington. Yep, I I don't know what he I don't know what he's looking at. And uh, Anthony Sorelli banks just gets it between the pads yeah. of uh, Jordan Bennington, and it's one nothing. Uh, Tampa after one. The Blues, I thought, played okay during this period. Didn't really kind of find their footing pretty much. But overall, you know, it was just a back and forth eight to seven in shots for the for Tampa beating them. But the Blues go to work in the second period. And by go to work, I mean 18 to four in shots is how That's it ends. That's great. Up, which is and – and on top of getting – That's playoff hockey right there. And on top of getting – a goal by a fan favorite, David Perron, from Pareko and O'Reilly. It's just basically a, a shot from Pareko from the point. He just got up the re- rebound. I thought Vasilevsky looked really good this game. He has not had the best of season so far, considering how good he was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but he looked really, really good to start this game. Uh, held them into it you know, for most sure. of the game. This uh, line, I think, looked great is – Robert Thomas moved back to center now. Yeah. And he has looked tremendous at center, which is his natural position he anyway. He looked phenomenal in the Calgary and even in the national game. Yeah, so he makes a behind-the-back pass to Oscar Sundquist and gets the goal. So it makes it 2-1. Uh, to one. Blues hold on. Get a late empty netter from Schwartz and Shannon assisted. So 3-1. to one. The Blues hold... Tampa to 18 shots after that first period. So eight period that eight shots, and then it goes down to just 10 shots the rest of the game. That's fantastic. And you know, and honestly, I can't think of any really high danger chances either. There's a lot of just one and duns or just a shot, and he directs it off to the side. I mean, that's, the Blues come down and do their thing. That's the Blues we saw in the playoffs. Yeah, so when the Blues are on their game, any time during the playoffs, they just shut the door. And they when they when they're on their game, this is the game. Yeah, 100. Uh, percent The big news, I guess, the other one which will. Point out, did you see the uh, Braden Shen hit on uh, Nikita Kucherov? I did not. So uh, Shen just caught Kucherov 100%. Caught him sleeping. Just miring his pass mm. and just levels him. And a great hit by Shen. Of course, Tampa just Cries mauls, mauls, you know. And Kucherov um, did not play the rest of the game after that. I don't know if it was concussion protocol or if he was just feeling after because his head kind of like snapped when he hit the ground. It wasn't like a dirty hit type thing. Just he got hit, and just the way he kind of fell just wasn't great. So fast forward to the Calgary game. So the, were you mildly – one a couple people reached out to me and said they were mildly disappointed that Calgary didn't have like any kind of retros they could have wore this game to because uh, they had like – I don't think anybody has away retros. Like no. Calgary wore their mid '90s jerseys last, last week. Yeah, the Heritage class, yeah. right? Yeah, the Heritage uh, one, which would have been they wore the cool. Theo Fleury era. Yeah, that would have been cool to see that. But um, so the Blues have a big thing, and I thought it was great. What the? I mean, if you saw on all the social medias, the Blues did a bunch of changed everything. To yeah, like I saw how everything stuff. went back to the way it used to be, like the old KPLR style stuff. And that was really cool. I was in the air for the first half of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't get to watch the broadcast. I was interested to see if the TV broadcast was doing the same thing. They didn't do anything like 
crazy. They just kind of showed old clips of the Blues during that era, like the, when they wore that era sure. like jersey. That's about it. It was cool seeing some of those, and they kind of had you know Ken Wilson highlights and stuff. I really wish because they should because, have found a way to bring Ken Wilson back because they're going to at least have two more of these jerseys. Two more times they're going to wear these jerseys throughout yep. the year, so they're not for a while. They're not till like February, I believe. Mm-hmm. So they got some time. But now that after they saw how much people mostly really liked the way they did this game, and I thought, the, mind you, the score made it better. Of course. But I think the presentation, like even the Titantron, and they did everything in the arena, they did the old like graphics, yep. like how it was if you went to the arena during the 90s. Or Which the, was great. Or, or the, uh, it's how it set, should be. If you're going to do a retro night, do a retro night. And just a lot of the sayings they did. And I thought it was just good from top to bottom. Uh, so props to the Blues social media mm-hmm. and the Blues entertainment. I thought it was great. That's my favorite style of the Blue Note, by the way, is the one that went from the mid-'80s through when they, I guess, the early 2000s. The early 2000s. Where it was the curved edges and it was trimmed in red and it said St. Louis in the note. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite version of the Blue Note. Yeah, and it looks and, – and the jersey, it was so surreal to kind of see them – the warm-ups and to see him skating around with that and to see him on the ice like that again. It brought back some mostly fun memories. You sure. Know, I mean, like it brings they, back some bad ones. Yeah. So but um, just seeing just from childhood, just remember watching, we talked about very much like Gretzky, the Gretzky, oh, dude. Was, which is really funny. Like the blues mostly like, you know, Brett Hall was probably the, probably the blues most popular player during that time. Yes. But anytime you saw an article or just a picture on NHL.com or just even the blues website, they're called the Gretzky era jerseys. Which sure. I thought is very interesting considering he was here three months. Yeah. You know, which is very, you know, like I thought was very, because uh, if you, like. Well, because you when say you, the whole you, era, Hall went through three different incarnations. That's of true, years. I guess. It's just interesting that that's kind of like. I agree. He's like, that's how you just. But when you say that, people know what it is, though. Absolutely. So I think it's also so, an interesting thing. Fun fact on that version of the Blue Note. If you look at Authentics, not on the Authentics for this year, not the retro authentics. Yeah. But if you ever get your hands on an old 90s authentic blues jersey, the St. Louis name is a separate patch within the blue note. Really? So if that team ever moved, all they had to do was take off the Rip St. It Louis off. and stitch on the new city. Interesting. So to keep it out I'm looking for that at you, Saskatoon. Yeah, no kidding. So this game was just real like Calgary minus mind you have not looked great so far. Lost, no losing, lost three losing, straight going into this five straight. Going five. Into wow. Oh, four and one going into this one. So, uh, Matthew Chuck, St. Louis's own yep. has been basically the only bright spot for them so far. Um, they had some injuries. They had some really scary injury. Uh, TJ Brody had a class into a seizure a couple days before this during Yikes. practice. Uh, he was not, obviously not with the team, apparently doing well. I think he was skating again as of today. So at least skating, so that's good to hear. So they're a little injury depleted as well. So this is game. I think this is the game where Thomas is officially at center. And the move he made at the beginning of this where he just takes the puck and is just basically cycling on his own. And Sanford just kind of gets into the slot area and just one times this and beats uh, David Riddick. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Rich, whatever you want to call it. Riddick. And uh, Sanford gets his second in the game. So that line is going to be kind of a focus so far as you'll see as we go on. So Oscar Sundquist gets a goal in the second period here. It's fifth from Sanford. Uh, during a power play, the Blues uh, fan favorite, David Perron, another goal. It's his 10th of the year already. The only redeeming part of my fantasy hockey team. You're welcome for that because I did it as a joke, by the way. That <laughs> I did it as a joke for you in the like, fifth round. I'm like, I'm going to give him fan favorite David Perron, and then he winds up tearing Blowing it up so up. far. So Perron, it's his 10th of the year from Petro and Shen. Uh, 
another power play goal for him. So yeah. it's, he's been really good on the power play. Oscar Sundquist, after a very good work by Thomas and Samford. This is the one yeah. where uh, David Riddick is behind the net with the puck, and Samford flies in there, disrupts it. Sanford, uh, excuse me, Thomas disrupts it first. Samford gets it, throws it out front to Sundquist, who has a wide open net. Who fell down, yeah. got back up, yeah. and shot the puck. He's the new uh, uh, TJ Yoshi, by the yes. way, because he just like falls all, all the, time. the time. Our friend Justin calls him a baby giraffe because he just like falls. Yeah, he that's falls true. In. Yeah, so. So if you want to use that one, that'll be our, that'll be our new one this year. So, All right. So Oscar Sundquist will be a baby giraffe. Fair. So there we go. So that's goal number four. And then Vince Dunn after another play by guess what line? Yeah. The Thomas, Sanford, and Sundquist line. So Dunn gets fed the puck by Thomas, and Sanford gets the assist. This is the one where David Riddick just looked at his goalie because he got screened by his own guy. Yep. He looked at him, and you can see he just threw his arms up, and the guy, you can tell him, he said, what the F? Like, did the guy, and the guy was just like, I'm gonna go over Crap, I screwed up. I'm, I screwed up. <laughs> so the Blues, first shot out of the year for Jordan Bennington, who's been really close on a lot of games, especially yes. the last game. You know, uh, A lot of one-goal games so far, but he finally gets his first shot out of the year, uh, his seventh of his career, Yeah, which is weird that he like, just started last year and he's already We're had – We're not even a full season in. Yeah. He's, I think he's still – barely – I think he just played his – I think it's a 52nd game. Wow. Total. Which is crazy to think about. Like, yeah. 52 games in, and that should be six shutouts. So, that's every seven games you're getting a shutout. I'll take that. Which is ridiculous. So, it's nice to have a goalie that, you know, a young sure. goalie who you can uh, rely on. Mind you, Calgary laid it on this game. Yes, they did. 40, shot, 40 shots total, 40 saves for Jordan Benton, tying a career high. Um, more of that kind of happened next game. Joseph told him to retire the helmet after yeah, the game. So that's the other thing which we'll have to talk about too. So he has a Jordan has a Kershaw inspired helmet. The old Cujo where it's like the uh, dog like basically like dog. Eating, eating his helmet basically. But he has Joseph off to the side kind of. So mm-hmm. it's pretty darn close to what It's the, very similar to the Cujo helmet. The the one that Elliot didn't make a replica of. Yes. And um Elliot did the two trumpets whereas Correct. Whereas Bennington has done the Cujo helmet, but he did the he did the pads too with like a little with the red kind of yep. like diagonal as well. So he went all out, and, he, and Jordan Bennington looked uh, looked fantastic during that game. I thought yes. the, the whole get up was like perfect. I agree. So it's glad I'm glad that uh, he went all in on it, kind of thing. And it, that seems like the Jordan Bennington kind of I agree way. Like when he does stuff, he kind of goes like that. And he, what did you happen to see the interview after the game? I saw a bit of it. I saw where he was uh, clowning on paying for his suit. Yeah, so the suit that's uh, it's kind of like, just like the retro jersey that they wore has the diagonal and stuff. Uh, they sell it in the store now. They sell the jacket. Okay, they sell the jacket in the store, so not the everything. Correct. And the jacket is? I, I saw the price. That's all the only reason I know. I did not see the price. $180. Yeah, you can get the whole suit for less than that online. Yeah, so anyway. And the whole suit is jacket, pants, and a tie. Yeah, so you get the whole deal, but... <laughs> So he was wearing that, and he kind of gave him a – he's giving him a little trouble with it. It was great. So it's, it just shows – it's just nice to have a goalie or at least a player with, like, a personality. Sure. You know, instead of getting the canned answers you get from people, and he gets to show, like, who he is and stuff. So right. The Blues move on, feeling great, going to play another Central Division uh, Central Division rival. Yep. Another team that is struggling, too. Very mightily so. Six-game uh, six losing streak for Nashville going through Three this in regulation. Yeah, so it's been not great for them, but maybe they can turn it around, and they do. And they had our favorite saying. Mm-hmm. I, I had, I had uh, two people reach out to me, and uh, 
did our favorite saying for this yep. one. So the Blues hockey brought to you by Bud Light. And Nashville score. So 20 seconds in. Uh, is a shot from the side? Nothing kind of? It's on Bennington. He, I, I think, think this so? one's all on Bennington. I think I, I don't know if he didn't see Forsberg coming down the other wing or he just – I don't know what he thought, but he makes the save, kicks it out to the far end, but kicks it straight to Forsberg, who has a wide-open net. Yeah, and basically buries it past Bennington 20 seconds in, so not not great. So no, not not the start not you're the start probably you looking for. And then, of course, and I, I was out with some people, and then we ju- I like just sat down at our table to watch the game. And I sit down, and I hear people like, say, oh, crap. And I look up, and it's like, they just dropped the puck. What yeah. the hell happened? And it's like, all right, 20 seconds in Forsberg from Arvidsson and uh, Roman Yossi. Matisse Ackholm gets his fourth of the year from Granlin and uh, Fabro at the 340 mark. Not Fabry, Fabro. Um so basically, I say this is Justin Falk's first goal of the year. Yes. So basically, the puck goes off of him, off Bennington's stick, and just squeaks by into yep. the net. So uh, two nothing, less than five minutes into the game. Not ideal. Not ideal. But before the period is out, Clem Costin gets his goes almost end to end. He picks it up. About- really, I was going to say. This might be the first, the most impressive first NHL goal by a St. Louis Blue, shy of when Tarasenko just put one on Detroit in his first game. Correct. Clem uh, Costin just grabs, grabs the puck about at mid zone mm-hmm. and just goes through, end, through yeah. end to end, and uh, takes a shot that goes by uh, Soros into the net. His first. Uh, career NHL goal, and Shen gets the assist there. Yep. But, of course, before the end of the period, uh, Colton Sissons gets a goal, uh, basically driving hard to the net, mm. and then he makes a save, but the Bennington kind of keeps going backwards into the net, and the puck goes underneath his pad. Yep. He just, his pad just was not flushed to the ice, unfortunately, Correct. and the puck just slowly goes into the net. So 3-1 to one going into uh, the second period. I don't know about you. I was out with friends watching uh, this one. And, uh, yeah, I was about falling asleep. It seemed like the longest second period I've ever watched. It was a very boring second period, to say the least. Not much happened. We had a, we had a power play for the Blues here. Mm-hmm. Nothing really happened, except for they gave up another shorthanded chance. They gave up a couple of really bad shorthanded Man, chances this game. It's, like Maybe if you want to like correct me or just maybe I'm just imagining things or any, anybody else, any listeners want to, is it just me or does it seem like this year – Whatever they're doing on the power play, they're giving up a crap ton of shorthanded break, like breakaway Breakaways. chances. And then, like, I will you, say, I never see those that often with the Blues. And the last five games, it's like one per game. They made a mention of this during the broadcast, and I don't know if you could hear the audio when you were out or not. But both uh, Peng and Kelly made the comment that when this team's power play is working, it's a lot of quick, sharp passes. And when this team's power play is not, it is when people are trying to do too much on their own and they are getting uh, picked off. They are getting turned over. They're getting the puck, um, you know, taken from behind or whatever. And, and that's the problem right now with this team. Now, obviously they had a power play late in the game, which we'll get to that they scored on, but these first two power plays for the blues, you saw them trying to do the same old, same old and not making adjustments. When the stretch pass wouldn't work, they would try to carry it through the neutral zone and at least twice got turned over at the red line 
and it was a breakaway shorthanded the other way. And Bennington, on one of those breakaways, had to make two saves. Yeah. We, uh, luckily, uh, we've had a goalie that nothing, like I said, we are Jake Allen fans, but Jake Allen is just not the greatest on breakaways. That would have been 4-1 to one if Jake Allen was on the net. Yeah. So, like I said, second period, really nothing happened. So, most of the third period, they were just okay. Yeah. They get a late power play. And uh, before I talk about the Blues scoring here, I want to talk about uh, – so Austin Watson is a player on Nashville. Correct. Uh, you know, obviously had a issue with a domestic violence issue that he uh, yes. – his girlfriend kind of backed off and said, you know, like what happened. But basically he got suspended for quite some time just yes. for domestic violence. So I'm not obviously a big fan of his to say the least and thinks that uh, I'm surprised Nashville still employed him. Correct. Um Obviously, people can change and things happen. We'll say that much, but I'm just not a fan of people who are like that. I so, agree. anyway, um, he was just—he's normally a kind of a Tom Wilson, Wilson wannabe guy, kind of like yep, kind of like disturber. Um, Jordan Benson made sure he, anytime he was near the net, he knew that he was not welcome near the net. Right. Uh, a couple times he slashed him, tripped him, uh, and then during the before this is the he got a penalty here after tripping Zach Sanford and Sanford had a really good chance. Yes, so he got the penalty. Was pissed. He got a penalty. Jordan Bennington. And then there's a little stir up after that thing. Austin Watson goes to the box. Jordan Bennington leaves hit the net. Goes all the way to the box and like slashes the like board right there and was like like talking to Watson. Yeah, I and I love that. Yeah, uh, not just because it was Austin Watson, just like. Like, listen, you're going to keep it up. We're going to do something about it. Like, right. and if in Bennington, like, maybe your should have said, oh, we should have a guy to do that and whatever. Like, that's why we need Reeves or Bor- or Bortuzzo. We should have kept Edmondson or you right. know, whatever, Who, whatever. Whatever you want to say. For a guy to go out and do that, like, I'm just in to show that the how close this team is. Agreed. And I really enjoyed, like, seeing that. So, I don't know what you think about that. I think that. Besides you, could have got a penalty for leaving the crease because he went all the way to the penalty box. He did. Um, I I like that it was done. It scares me when it's your goalie. Yeah. Uh, just because you know it's easy to accidentally in quotes take a run at a goalie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that we have someone who's got that type of fire in him. I do wish we had someone else who could do that. Uh, who was a skater, you know, be it a defenseman or a third or fourth line guy. Um. But I think it's important, like you said, to basically let it be shown by whoever does it, like, that shit ain't going to stand in, on our eyes. If you do something like that, we're going to come and find you. Yeah. So I was I did enjoy that, to say the least. The Bulls do, like we talked about, didn't have the much going on the power play, and then I kind of liked that uh, Petro just, like, got pissed and just got the face off, sell the puck, and just unleashed it. Winds up hitting... Jaden Schwartz in the front, or would have been uh, Alex Petrangelo's 100th. They NHL took it goal. away from him. They did take an official, unofficial scoring uh, on NHL.com. Uh, they gave it to Jaden Schwartz. Which Got it. I kind of saw it on the replay where they said, oh, it looks like it hits, either hit the national defenseman or it hit Schwartz. They okay. never really said, but it was, they love it as Petro's to the end of the game. Right. And I guess after the game, they changed it. So Jaden Schwartz, his sixth of the year from uh, Petro and Perron, and 652 mark power play goal. Blues pull the goalie again. They, mind you, the goalie was pulled during that time. Correct. It was a six on four. So they pull it again. Just can't really get nothing going. Uh, Cal Croak gets his uh, eighth of the year, an empty netter from Watson and Ellis. Uh, Watson gets two assists. The Blues fall four to two, um, wrapping up the homestand there. So 
Thanksgiving week. They got a four games this week. Mm-hmm. So we got a couple. We'll talk about our thing this week. So the first game is now they're going to Nashville for a game on Monday. Yep. The 25th. They play Wednesday. Yep. In Tampa. Yes. So we'll talk about that game where you can come watch the game with us. Then they play after. They have the Thanksgiving holiday. And then they play in Dallas. And then they come home for a game finally. So they're uh, – Back-to-back games this week. So those four games are all right now are going to be missed by Robert Tuzo due to his penalty, his uh, suspension. Excuse Correct. me. So they play Pittsburgh at a home on the Saturday. 30th. Yes. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So mind you, that'll be the Sidney Crosby less uh, Pittsburgh Penguins that he got a long-term injury now. Yes. So he is out. So Blues sit at this time fourteen five and five. Really can't complain about. It's hard to complain about that record. You know that you know after with all the injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, despite that game being a little lackluster, I kind of see them turning things around. They look good. Yeah, they at points they look good during this game. At points they didn't look great. Yep. So I think you'll see a different team on Monday. I would imagine so. So um, the game on Wednesday. So they play at Tampa. It's a 6 o'clock St. Louis start. You'll be able to come out and meet us. Yep. So one of the reasons you get to meet us is because we're uh, fortunate enough to be uh, partners with uh, Arch City. So Arch City Media, you've seen them on Facebook. You see uh, Mick Light with a lot of uh, different uh, photography stuff that he does mm-hmm. for concerts and stuff like that. Our friend uh, uh, Dania. Yep. We're going to be with her at the Blue Notes Sports Bar and Grill. We were there before for our 100th podcast. And it was Correct. a really fun time. So we're going to be there. Starting our the podcast will be streamed live on Facebook through the Arch City uh, Facebook page. Okay, so we'll be there talking blues hockey, anything that comes up. Pretty much, we'll throw some Survivor Series stuff in there too. The follow from tonight, which will be coming up soon here. Um, so join us there. There's going to be drink specials. There's going to be uh, giveaways. Yep. So, so what's the what's the name for the day before Thanksgiving? Skanksgiving. That's the normal term that has come up. As I was the one you say because it's funny. That's all. So yeah, Skanksgiving. It's, it's, it's been a minute since I've been out for Skanksgiving. Not since I've been uh, at least married for sure. Mm. So it's been a minute just because I just never. But I did go out back in the day when uh, and that was always a good fun time. It still is. So yeah. So we'll be there. Come get some drink specials. Watch the Blues take on Tampa Bay. We'll be there starting a little bit. So basically after the first period is when we're going to start broadcasting. So about 7-ish. Probably. We're going to be there. So the game starts at 6 due to the being uh, down in Florida. Yep. So we'll be there. So we'll catch most of the game. Come talk to us. Uh, hang out. Have some drinks. Get all liquored up. Have some fun. Take an Uber home. Please. Yeah. Be safe that night. It's it's a, it's, it's, a, it's amateur night. So it, please yeah. Be that so New anyway. Year's Eve or retardo Montabond. Yeah. So please uh, drink responsibly. Right, but anyway. So, one thing I do want to bring up before we get into our usual end spiel here. Yep. So, we talked about that. If you want more details, check not only our, our social medias, Blues Hockey Podcast. You can also check Arch, Arch City, A-R-C-H. Uh, they have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just like us. So Correct. Just type in Arch City. It's the first thing that comes up. Yes, so, is. you'll see all the different – there's a Facebook event that's on our page, the pin to the top. That gives you all the information on where to go. What's on happening? So hopefully we'll see you Wednesday. It'll be Wednesday the twenty seventh. Correct. Yep. So in a couple minutes here, me and Chris are going to go watch our, one of our favorite pay per views, one of the big four as they're called. Yes. Uh, Survivor Series. So uh, 
You got a favorite match coming up for tonight you're kind of looking forward to? I mean, I think anytime the Fiend's in action, I'm excited. So him versus Daniel Bryan, which I think will be fun. I hope so. Um, I'm a massive, uh, say, as they say in the wrestling world, NXT mark. Yep. So I love watching NXT. So I watched War Games last night, which is fantastic. It was good. Um, so tonight I, I'm looking forward to, I think, the the f- traditional Survivor Series match where it's Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. A lot of really talented guys are in that. So I, I have think my that'll theory. Be a fun, so that'll be my fun. Uh, it'll be a Survivor Series screw job that are like always is. Always is. I always can tell is. you right so, now, I'm calling it right now what it is. Kevin Owens? Seth Rollins. Ooh. I saw, I got Kevin Owens that just showed up on uh, I think Seth Rollins night. goes to NXT. Ooh, that'd be interesting. I got Kevin Owens, but that looks obvious because he showed up last night. So, yeah. but, um, so we put out there on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram this week, promoting, obviously, mm-hmm. this week, and then also Survivor Series. So, like, if you had an all-time St. Louis Blues Survivor Series team where you had to build – basically, we said five – I said any five guys. I didn't say, like, a goalie or winger. Right. Defenseman. I said any five guys. So – Chris put a guy, his team out there, and I was going to do my team after that. So mm-hmm. it was uh, interesting. And, it, like, you can do all tough guys because it's just obviously whatever or just your favorites or whatever. So, right. Chris, I will let him say. Well, I did, I did two different versions of this. I did one where I just did my favorite of all time, and I put Gretzky, Hall, McGinnis, Pronger, and Cujo in goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – I decided, you know, let's do, let's play Vince McMahon and let's make the actual match five on five. And you try to find natural rivalries within things for for a Survivor Series. So, the captains of my two teams, the captain of the blue team is Craig Janney, captain of the gold team, Brendan Shanahan. Makes sense. Uh, underneath Wonder that, on the blue team, Alex Petrangelo. On the gold team, Alex Steen. Yeah. Uh, on the blue team, Kelly Chase. On the gold team, Tony Twist. Mm-hmm. On the blue team, Brett Hall. On the gold team, Vladimir Tarasenko. Not that they hate each other, but because they are by and far considered... Superstar one era, superstar another era. Correct. And then I just rounded it out with uh, Pronger, and I think I put... um, Stevens? No, I didn't. One of our friends put that. I was like, oh, that's a good one. I always forget about Scott Stevens. Yeah. Uh, I think I put Pronger and maybe Pareko. Yeah. And then in goal, you had Joseph, I think. And Joseph versus Bennington. Yeah, which makes sense. And the coaches? Uh, coach for the blue team was uh, Brian Sutter. Coach for the gold team was Mike Keenan. Yeah, so so it was fun. So I really enjoyed that one. So I kind of did the same thing where I just did my like favorites of all time. So it is pretty simple. Obviously, Brett Hall, because that's just mm-hmm. got you into it. Um, the next one is a player that I enjoyed watching. Chris going to hate this pick, but it was just Brendan Shanahan. Sure. But he was just – during that era, Like that's like my, probably when – your kid, he was, like, dude, he was great. He was phenomenal. Yeah, 50, Fifty goal seasons and stuff. Yep. So I have Vladimir Tarasenko is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Scott Stevens pick was so good. It like, was I, really good. I know. I he's, he about is that. the forgotten blue for me it makes all me, the time. Yeah, it, make, it makes me want to go back and like yeah. watch that. I did Pavel Dimitra. That's a good one. Is another. Good I one. tried to find a place for him in my gold versus blue. Yeah, and then I picked uh, Chris Pronger. So I would have sure. one defenseman in there. Just a tough guy. Uh, so that pretty much rounds out the five for there. I wanted to put a goalie in there. Uh, Bennington, just not enough time in there. So yep. I, I enjoyed it. So I didn't do a coach or anything, but that would be a good idea on the coach, though. But Mike Keenan would be a fun one just to be like. You have to. Yeah. And Hall just go after him and stuff. It would be fun. Oh, so, yeah. yeah that's our, so that's our Survivor Series team. So if anybody else wants to throw it out there, throw us out your Survivor Series team. Tag us on whatever social media to do that, and it'll be fun. So we'll, uh, we'll decide to wrap it up there so we can go uh, watch it. Sure. And uh, get ready for games this week. So if you get a hold of us on Twitter, it's at Blues Hockey NHL. 
Chris is at? At Hosselpalooza. And also on Facebook and Instagram is also Blues Hockey Podcast. Uh, please remember to, on all your podcast directories, if you can, rate and review us. It helps yes, please. tremendously. Yes. That would be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and uh, Stitcher. Basically anywhere you listen to your podcast. Yeah, anywhere you can. It would be great. It helps, out, helps us out greatly. Uh, look for us on the content. Also, it's going to be on Arch City Media. Two things are going to happen. That's going to be a minor change in everything. Not going to affect what we do. Correct. Normally. So you'll get to actually see me and Chris's lovely faces. You don't want to, but you can. But that's just how it's going to work. So we're going to be streaming through. the. Hopefully, if I get everything worked out, it's going to be streaming us through the Arch City Facebook page. Okay. Then at a later date, a day or two later, what we have on that, if you can't catch us, obviously, live, because that way we can interact with you yep. on the page. If you can't do then, we will still have it in podcast form. Because I will be streaming it to a place where I can pick up the pop, the audio, do my magic, throw it out there for you to listen to at a later date. And apparently, my house is falling apart. So, uh, like I said, please check us out. And we're really grateful to partner up with Arch City Media. Yes. It's going to be something that's going to be only make things better. Indeed. And More so, content for you guys. Yeah, which is what we're, uh, what we're trying to strive for here. And I think this is the perfect way to do it. I so, agree. Uh, thanks for listening. And... Uh, on to Survivor Series, and happy Thanksgiving to all you guys. Bye.